Welcome to another edition of Showtime with Coop. Insightful BS with my NBA uh, friends and Laker teammates. But today, I'm all alone. Well, now I'm never alone because I'm with my boy, AT. And we're going to talk about a couple of issues that are on our minds as we are ending 2021 season. Uh, this is the last show of 2021. And uh, we're going to make it a good one, all right? Yeah, let's hope that 2022 is a better year than 2021, but I don't think it will be. I do. I really do. I think, nice. I think we're, we're adjusting to learn to live with COVID. I mean, it's been difficult. Yes, it has been, and it probably won't be, won't get any easy anytime soon, but I think things are kind of start normalizing, if you want to put that uh, things the way they are right now. But uh, uh, one topic I like to talk about, and we mentioned this a little bit earlier, is about momentum, Okay. And since we're talking about it, I want you to define momentum to me, and then I'm going to give you the expert, uh, professional uh, basketball player's momentum uh, definition. It's a great question, and it's it's funny because it's something that comes up in sports all the time. I think people just assume the existence of momentum, and it's one of those things where it's like I think if you asked most people to define it, they'd probably say the same thing, which is, I don't know, but if I saw it, I could tell you what it is. And I guess, like, I don't believe that it exists. And I don't, it's a weird thing to say because I don't even know what it is that I'm saying. I don't know that it exists. You know what I mean? Like, so if you're asking me to define it, I guess I would say that most people would define momentum as, you know, success in sports causing you to have more success in sports. That, like, once you start rolling and having some success, and then you continue to have that success. But, again, I don't even believe in it because you, it goes both ways. There are times where, you know, you could say this team had momentum and it helped and they won, or there's times where it's like, well, how come they didn't get momentum there and they lost the game, that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, that, that's a, a strange word, but it's one that is so apropos for sports. And I think it can be into your everyday life, too, because things happen at work and you kind of roll off of it. And all of a sudden, you, they call it the so-called lucky streak. Uh, but for sports, momentum is something that I think is created within a team. I think it's created within team chemistry. And when everybody is in sync and on the same page and you go out and your goal is to win that game for that night. And the coach gives you three things he wants you to do. Play good, solid defense. He wants everybody boxing out and rebounding. Uh, he wants you to keep your turnovers down. And I think if you go out there and you create that so-called momentum with doing the right things as far as what you're supposed to be doing and the details and assignment that you go, it makes the game roll a lot smoother. And when that starts happening, and a great example of that is the Phoenix Suns, a team that came out of the blocks playing. What, what was their streak, 20? 20 straight, what did they win? Yeah, yeah. 20 plus games straight. I thought they were on verge of breaking the Lakers 33 game winning streak, but that's a streak that'll never be broken. I just don't see that happening. But again, when you create that kind of momentum, that excitement, that style of play, it can roll into something very positive. And there's only a few teams that get that. I think the, the best two teams in the league right now are the Golden State Warriors and the Phoenix Suns, and they have created their own momentum. And when, when momentum is created, it can kind of roll on itself. And these guys know, let's go out and do what we've been doing like we did the first game, and we had success second, third, fourth, and so on. You just continue to do that. And not only does it 
goes through the starters, it goes through the whole team. So your reserves coming off the bench, guys out of your sixth, seventh, eighth man, the coach goes deeper, are coming out and trying to do the same thing that the starters have have started and implemented to get it going. And momentum is fun, man. It's exciting. You can feel it in the locker room. You can feel it uh, in yourself at home when you're at home because you're trying to think about the right things to do so I can bring that to work or bring it to the uh, locker room the next day and keep it rolling. So if I'm understanding you correctly, you're saying momentum is basically taking the strategy for the team, the principles of a team, and continuing to do those and over time that momentum builds because you're doing the right things that the coach wants you to do to be successful. Exactly. And I think it's done through uh, what championship teams do. Okay. If you look at championship teams through the years, you look at the Celtics and the Lakers uh, Mm. through the years, what did they do to win a championship? And I think every organization is built on that. Uh, Whether you want a champion, well, you have to win a championship to understand how it's done. And I think as it happened, that's, that's one reason I think the Clippers is hard for them to get momentum because they haven't experienced winning a championship. When you win a championship, that, 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 um, that, that, that map, that, the uh, itinerary that thing is being built and people uh, through organizations and you get coaches coming in they pay for another team that's the staple that's the, the uh, outline for what it takes to win a championship and when you win one you just you just build on that the warriors did it they just keep building and as you bring in new players you get new players to buy into the program so do you believe in the idea of momentum within a game where it's like if you guys are losing or whatever and all of a sudden one guy hits a basket and then all of a sudden you get you know a couple of hit shots in a row and they start like do you believe in that kind of momentum and that i again i don't even know how to define it but i think momentum comes at different stages i think it's a mental thing i think it's also yeah uh, energy. that i agree with momentum is uh, energy too sometimes a player can come in and a great example for me is that there were times when the starters would come out with the lakers magic men would get it going I would bring my energy and create the momentum to get the excitement of the game going. So it works in a lot of different ways. It could work with words. Uh, I know there was times when we were not playing well and a a momentum starter would be magic. And, you know, this show is called Showtime with Coop, but that was our key word. So if we weren't playing well in the course of a game, magic would go, hey, y'all, it's showtime. And we already clicked in and that kind of like set that stage, set that fire or ignited that, that, uh, that energy thing in us. So it works a lot of different ways, but you know what? The best thing about it, Ari, is when you have that momentum, man, it is, it, uh, you can ride it a long way and you can ride it. Say you're down by 20, 25 points and you get that momentum started, man, it works. And you can come back from 25 as long as there's still minutes on the clock. And so there's a lot of interesting things in there that was just said, you know, that it like, so the idea of like, I don't believe in momentum, it kind of seems stupid and stupid and foolish to say that because like you said, it's a mental thing. So it's like if you're coming off the bench and you know, hey, as, as somebody that's coming off the bench here, I've got to provide that energy. Like I've got to, I've got to jump off the bench and defend and you know do the things that I can do to help this team be successful, and the rest of the team will follow me if I do that. And that's not like that's not debatable. You know, what I mean, like that's not like a debatable thing. That is literally a mentality of players have a lot of players because that was what the, the role of sixth man is. But uh, it, it is interesting that you talk about it in that way because it's. I can see momentum being defined that way. And that is, that's, that's a choice that you're making as a player. Exactly. And it's almost like the word faith. If somebody tell you, you have to have faith, you know, faith is something you can't see, touch or smell. You just have to believe. And that how, that's how momentum rolls. You just gotta, it can be created. 
and once it's created, man, it start, it goes through the whole team. So it's a fun thing to have. And there are a lot of teams and momentum works in the opposite way too. As, as, as we talk about it in the positive sense, it can also be a negative sense. If you got momentum and you're bringing in bad people to the team, and again, the bad energy and they're not doing what the coach said, well, that can create a 15, 16 game losing streak too. So it works both ways, but you always try to look at momentum on the positive side. Interesting stuff, Coop. I love it. Hey, all right. You know what? That's what we're about. We're about giving informative information to our listeners and we got to keep the ball rolling. Uh, next thing I would like to talk about, since we got this momentum rolling, all right, we're going to nice. go right into the, the Lakers, okay? And you know what, Ari? I, yeah. I, when I watch them play now, it's hurtful. It's painful. What are they, one in six in the last seven games? One in six? I, you know what, Ari? I was at a game last night. I coached high school. I, did they beat Memphis? No. I they so. didn't even get a shot off, dude. <laughs> they didn't even get a shot off. A job right at 41. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. It is so painful to watch them play. You know, you watch uh, that five-game losing streak. And, again, we talk about momentum. It's going the other way, that negative part. But the Lakers are, uh, I, I think, the one shining silver lining in the Lakers uh, in the last two weeks is LeBron James. And you know what? I am really, really, just like Michael Jordan, just like Magic, just like Kobe, when these guys lost the athleticism and that proudness of being the best player with their bodies on the court and it starts diminishing and you can't jump as high, you can't uh, do the things you do a little quicker, your game starts refining and it starts getting better. And it's like that old saying, like fine wine. You know what? It is It is very, very enjoyable to watch LeBron play now. Man, he's killing that three-point shot now. That's almost like a layup for him now. And the way he's trying to help his teammates and fight through this the bad spells, I still think the Lakers are going to make the playoffs. And if they get in as a healthy team, they're going to win the championship. But we're not talking championships now because they're a long way from that. And they don't look like a championship team. But to watch LeBron play, it's truly uh, poetry in motion, or it's a, it's a painter painting, a, you know, you see a blank canvas and you see, okay, what is he doing? He's using that color. And next thing you know, you're looking at a, 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 a Rembrandt or something like that. It, LeBron James is really, really impressive, man. And I truly believe this, Ari, and I'm going to let you get a word in. I truly believe he's trying to hang around for two reasons. One, I think he legitimately has a chance to break Kareem's scoring record. I really do. But it's going to take, he has to be on the court. You can't take five or six games off because to break the record, you got to be scoring points. Yep. And two, the most important one, as I think he wants to be, and we talked about this before, the first player, a father's son to play. I think he's, he's waiting for his son and the Lakers to draft his son within the next year or two. And I, I, I would love that. But just think a guy playing with his son after so many years of basketball. I, I think it's he, he wants more championships than Michael, don't you? Don't you think that's why he's doing it? That's far off, all right. <laughs> you don't think so? It's a, well, it's a couple. He's got two. He's got four, right? He's got four. But if that chemistry don't get right, man, you're not going to win a championship. You'll be with a lot of players that will play hard. And the Lakers have a lot of young players now. I didn't even know. They'll put out a team out there. Collison, uh, Johnson. I didn't even know these guys, man. And, and you know, so it's going to be, I don't think that that's, uh, I think it's on his menu, but I don't think that's at the top. 
So they had 18 turnovers in this game against Memphis. Turnovers have been a continual issue for the Lakers this year. How do you fix that, Coop? Hey, Michael Cooper here. Bet Online has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues the march to the playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code CLNS50 to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. So they had 18 turnovers in this game against Memphis. Turnovers have been a continual issue for the Lakers this year. How do you fix that, Coop? That's going to happen when you have a lot of young players that don't know how to play team basketball. And you know what? I, I, we've talked about Russell Westbrook. I think he's the biggest offender of all. I mean, his turnovers are atrocious, man. And you know what? I love Russell Westbrook. I like his energy. I like his, his toughness out on the court. But his ability to make good decisions really hurt the team, especially going down the stretch. Or when they're having that momentum run, turnovers can kill a momentum. A foul can kill momentum. And I think that's what happens with Russ. So hopefully they're able to curb that. But beside Russell, it's the other, it's the monk and the other players that are out there trying to make plays to do positive things. But when you create that turnover, it kills that momentum. It kills the spirit. It kills the run for that moment. And I think that's what's killing the Lakers' chances of really putting this together. I'm still with them. Like I said from the beginning, I'm with them until after the All-Star break. I'm with them for them. And then I'll make my decision whether I'm going to hang with them. <laughs> was this like last week? You were still like, oh, they're going to win a championship. No doubt about it. It feels like you've changed so much in a week, Coop. Well, all right, they're playing bad. Every game you see them, they play bad. You know, it's just amazing how bad they let Minnesota Timberwolves just dominate them. You know, yeah. just, just tear you apart. I can't, I mean, it's going to be, if Golden State is playing any better than they are, it's going to be atrocious to see the latest yeah. Golden State Warriors game. Yeah. And the other thing, too, is it's, you know, everybody's going through it right now. It's just tough. You know, I mean, everybody's dealing with certain levels of COVID, and the NBA is not entirely sure what to do. So it's, you know, I mean, every, you look at these rosters across the league, and you're like, who's this guy? Who's that? I've never heard of this person. The key word you're saying is everybody. Everybody's going through it. So you got to yeah. figure it out. Phoenix is going through it. Luckily, you know, it, it, it kind of looks like those, those championship teams, which is the Warriors and go, those guys look like they're, uh, Staying close, don't go out at night. They stay home. You go to the game, you cover up, and you do all of that. And so you don't yep. see a lot of things happen with them. These other guys, man, are out in the streets after the game. I'm gonna go talk to here. I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna get with my family and friends. With now you're right. Eight or nine of them, and you still are passing this thing around. So that that is my concern. And again, the NBA is doing what it can. I just hope they don't shut the season down. But again, it has caused so many lineups changes because people aren't adhering. <laughs> to the COVID restrictions of staying covered up and staying to yourself, man. It's tough, you know, and, and especially, you know, the, the current variant we're dealing with now, it's so, it's just, it spreads crazy and it's affecting people that are vaccinated. And so it's just difficult to know how to manage it. You know, I mean, we've been managing the coronavirus in one way the whole time. And it's, you know, quote unquote working, I guess. 
but this is a whole new you know animal and so it's so difficult to figure out like all these sports leagues are kind of trying to figure out how to manage it and what the right protocols are and all that kind of stuff it's it's there's there's no right answers you know it's so difficult no it is and uh that's a great segue to my next uh thing that we want to topic we want to talk about Ari <clears throat> and that is seven things I'd like to forget about 2021 <laughs> COVID at the top of my list COVID I want to forget about COVID going into 2022 I want to forget about it but I can't really but yeah really oh, that is the thing about it. that is the thing to forget about 2021 yeah. I mean second, second thing on my list is I'd like to forget about the Boston Celtics you know uh, <laughs> Is that every year? Is that 2021 or is it every year? <laughs> That's every year, but mainly this year because they're a bad team like the Lakers, man. I watched that team, man. I seen them choke that Brooklyn Nets game. They were up by 19 and you lose that. You know what? You think about uh, Red Arback, uh, uh, people turning over in their graves, Larry Bird, Mikhail. We watching these guys and they must be covering their eyes like me with the Lakers. You know, you just don't want to see that. And such a great organization. Uh, again, they, every every organization go through changes, and again, Brown and Tatum are the key pieces. I don't think those two kids can play together anymore. You've had that experiment. I think you need to uh, change some things around now. I love Tatum. I love Williams the third. I love that kid. He can play. But again, just to see where Boston has come, uh, and the Lakers are much higher than the Celtics. But to see where the Celtics have been to where they are now, I want to forget about the Boston Celtics. You're right. I mean, the Celt- I was going to ask you when you started talking about the Celtics, who's worse, the Celtics or the Lakers? Celtics are worse than the Lakers. Lakers have at least a, Lakers have a, a, if you're asking which one has a better chance to win a championship, the Lakers do. If that, I agree with you. I'm measuring things. I don't think about how good they're going to be. Who can win a championship right now? The Lakers can. So we're going to forget about the Celtics. Next on my list is the Lakers play of lately. I want to forget about how they've been playing. <laughs> miserable watching this team play without ad what do you think i mean what's the fix coop i'm gonna i'm gonna keep asking you should they trade russell westbrook if they can if they can i would and i hate to say that because i like i said i like russell westbrook but i don't see that working out with him and lebron russell's too ball dominant lebron is ball dominant who gets it at the end? I think you're kind of like making them make the mental decisions. And I think you take away from their game. Okay. Cause you can see where LeBron want to do something, but you know, Oh yeah, I got Russell over there. Let me throw him the ball. So yeah, I, I think if they can trade Russell, I would, if some kind of way these guys could mesh it and work it out, I, I would hope that would be the case where they could, but I just don't see it happening. But you know what? It doesn't matter whether you have Russell or LeBron, if you don't have AD, your chances of winning the championships are very, very minuscule. Uh, but I would truly, in, 19, in 2022, as we end this year, I want to forget about the Lakers' play of the last <laughs> two or three weeks. I see these guys like that, man. Incredible. <laughs> so on the Westbrook thing, it's, it, I mean, this is the, the issue that I think I had when the move was made is it's Russell is so good. The problem is he's his own offensive ecosystem. You know, he's, you can't rein him in and you can't have him play within the confines of a specific offense because he is his own offense and you don't want to rein that in because it's great. It's also horrible. And that's like, that's been his issue in the league. He's so good but he's so ball dominant in a way that you can't really institute an offense around him because he's just a whirling dervish of craziness. He's just like a athletic freak who gets up and on the floor so quickly. And, 
you just don't want to minimize that part of his game because if you do, you're you're taking away what makes him so good. But it's also, it's just tough. It's 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 almost like he can't be in a winning team because of the way that he plays, and it's it's so difficult because if you reduce him and say like play within this offense, it doesn't work either. You, there's no reason to have him then. You know, it's it's he's such a you know he's such an odd player from that standpoint. His strength is a weakness. It makes you know it makes it tough for him to be on a good team, and I. I'm with you. I'd like to see it work, you know, in the off season, you're, you're talking into the idea that it could work and look, it takes time. This is a guy that's played this way his entire career. But if, if Westbrook wants to change the perception of him and the reputation of him and be a champion, that these are the things you have to do regardless of how good you are. And, and so hopefully there's a willingness for him because it's sort of on him. You know, I feel like LeBron throughout his career has sort of made concessions to other teammates before, to where it's like, it's not LeBron that's doing this. This is what Russell Westbrook having to make a decision on his own that he's ready to play this way or play a different style or play a different way. Hey, you know, Larry, that, I think that's the key. When you go to a championship caliber team, you have to sacrifice some of your game. I don't think Russell has done that. And I think nope. that's selfish of him. I think that is not a team player. But as you said, what has made him great was that that that. Tasmanian devil style of play just get out there and triple doubles every night and you are right that's for losing teams you're on a winning team now so you have to curb your game a little bit and if I was Russell I'd work on my jump shot a little bit more I would spend time on that because that is the part that's really hurting him more than anything teams know that now so they're backing off they're taking away the best aspect of his game which is his ability to get to the basket because he's one of the best so without that mid-range jump shot or a jump shot, period, that cuts down. And I think, again, that's him being selfish a little bit. And I'm going to say that because I, I know what it takes to be on a championship team. And I think that's what Russ has to do. And, you know, maybe that might be it. That might be the point to where it's, if they can move him, they will. Because he is not able to curb his game a little bit and to join in and get with the program and sacrifice 10 minutes, sacrifice eight or nine shots, sacrifice the little things that he does so well for the for the betterment of the team. He's not doing that. So that really hurts the Lakers. But again, back to our list, those are some of the things that uh, I'd like to forget as the Lakers play. All right, so <laughs> and, and maybe Westbrook too. Uh, what else you got? Next one is, I want to forget about that. I did not go on vacation this year. I usually take a trip to Jamaica. Wow. No, because of COVID. I want to forget about not going this year. I want to vacations in 2022. Yeah, I want to get back to going to vacations. Uh, Where are you going to go in 2022? Jamaica. I love Jamaica. We go to uh, up 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 north in Jamaica, and we go to a, a nice little spot up there. It's all inclusive, uh, and we have a good time for a week. And because oh yeah. COVID thing, we couldn't go. Couldn't, you know, usually take my wife and my son, he'll invite a friend or we'll go with another couple and just go and not do anything. Um, uh, yeah, not do anything and just have a good time. So it's perfect New Year's resolution for you, Coop. New Year's resolution. Tri- make a trip to Jamaica in 2022. Oh, I got better New Year's resolution, but that's going to be our next show afterwards on Tuesday. Like- <laughs> give you my new year's resolution but i got something better than that but next on my list is i want to forget about all these bad basketball teams in the nba <laughs> look at, look at uh, portland trailblazers it is just absolutely incredible to see that what happened to that down man what happened to that i think what happened with that is with damian lillard 
you know, when they hired Chauncey Billups, those two didn't get along. And I think Damien just, you know, decided to let him out. Yeah, he checked out big time, man. And could you blame the owners on that? Maybe so, because what was the coach before? Um, uh, the coach Terry Stotts. Yeah, Terry Stotts. He was good, man. Okay, he just wasn't able to get him over the, over the hump. But you, sometimes it takes a little while. And I thought they should have hung with him for another year because they were right there. They just needed a couple of different pieces. But they, like Tatum and Brown, I think it's going to have to be uh, Lillard and uh, the other scorer. Um, uh, McCollum. McCollum. You, you, is it time to, to split them up? It might be time to do that up in Portland. Uh, they're a bad team. I, I just don't know how you hire a coach that, like, you've got to console – if you want Damian Lillard to stay in Portland, then he's got to be a huge part of the decision and who you hire as your coach. You, so? you know, this is not, a little against that, but I see where you're coming from. I think the, no, it's yeah, tough because input. Be, well, I would say, like in your era, that just didn't happen. I mean, it, we we talked about this in the past. I mean, they, you know, Jerry West would come to you guys and ask you about certain moves and stuff. So it was part it was part of your era, but I think it's this era now. There's probably more you know, player management in terms of that kind of stuff. Players have more freedom. The, the movement of players is way different now than it was when you played. So it, it's so tough, to, you know, because, okay, so there's examples of this where, like, one organization turns the organization over to one player. Like, Cleveland basically turned the organization over to LeBron, they still lost him, right? But you know what? The Spurs didn't. The Spurs did not turn the organization over to Kawhi. They, they, they still made decisions that they thought were in the best interest of their organization. And they also they still lost them. You know, so it's like, if you turn your organization over to a player, there's a good chance that the organization is going to fail because the player isn't going to make all the right moves as a GM, which LeBron didn't or didn't or doesn't. So there needs to be some, you know, something there. But then also if you do the opposite, that doesn't work either. So it's, it, it's, I don't know, you know, I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is here. Cause, cause I would say, yeah, you can't just, you can't just, say this is the right coach because Damian Lillard likes him, but you do have to a little bit of it. I don't know. It's it's such a hard discussion, I think. Well I think you're right. All right. They have to be you have to come to a happy medium. It has to be a balance right there. But I don't think you turn over your organization to a player. You do what's best for the team. I think you let the player have a little input. Maybe go to him and say, hey listen, I got ABC. Uh, what do you think of them? Okay. And again, I think you have to make a coaching change or coaching decision for what's best for the team. They obviously uh, saw that uh, uh, Coach Stotts wasn't getting the team, but I still think they should have hung with him for another year because he was right there. And again, Damian loved playing for the guy. Uh, but again, Chauncey, will Chauncey Billups help? Uh, that still remains to be seen. But if you lose Damien, it's going to take him three or four years to rebuild that program back up because you have to start from scratch. And you got a lot Poor of Portland, man. Damien. Poor Great Portland. I mean, Sam Bowie over Michael Jordan, Greg Oden over Kevin Durant. You had <laughs> like, to go there, all right. You, had, you went there. I did. We're Trailblazers, man. You had to lose to the Showtime Lakers every year. <laughs> Michael Thompson to the Lakers and we win a championship with my MT. So yeah, they got a lot of bad things going on. <laughs> they're one of the bad basketball teams that I want to forget about this year, but they're still part of the league. And NBA overall is okay, but I still hate bad basketball. The Pelicans are in that group too. Um, Sacramento, ah, oh, I just terrible to watch some of these teams play. By the way, speaking of Michael Thompson, I'm glad you brought this up because so Navy has a football player by the name of Michael Cooper, but he spells Michael like Michael Thompson. 
Isn't that crazy? It's wrong. It's wrong and backwards. <laughs> it's hilarious because it's like you see, you're like, oh, that's Michael Cooper. And then you're like, oh, M-Y-C-H-A-L. That's... <laughs> All right, is he dark skin like me? Because if he ain't, it's really the best spelling for that, man. Michael M Y. Are you crazy? Michael Thompson's out of his mind, man. Here, here you go. You can see I put him here on oh, screen for you to see. Yeah, Michael Cooper. <laughs> Cooper. That's a handsome man. There. But I've been forgetting to bring that up to you. I, I remember seeing that when Army played Navy. was like, Michael Cooper? And he spells like Michael Thompson. What's the odds? <laughs> Well, that's one of the things I want to forget about. The next <laughs> three-point shooting in the NBA. I want to forget about all these guys. I watched the game the other day, and the team got a fast break, and both players ran to the three-point line. All right, the key in basketball is a score. Yeah, you can shoot a three, but the key is to score a layup. It's a, it was a three-on-one, all right, and the guy drove and kicked out for a three-point shot, and he missed it. He missed the shot. So to me, I want to forget about all this three-point shooting. You're only the three-point shot isn't for everybody. You got to have a Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, somebody that can knock that shot down consistently. I give them the ultra, ultra green light. That's what I love about Draymond Green. This guy gets some good looks at threes, and actually he'll slow down a little bit and he won't shoot. That's good. I, I don't. I hate to agree with you here because I don't want to be, you know, old man like you. But I, I, I do kind of agree. I mean, I think the worst thing about the modern NBA is that is the is the the run out three point line thing. It, it's it's nonsensical. Like I get it. Three point shooting percentages. Go go get a dunk or layup. Like it, it's it is it's nonsensical. It really is. Go closer to the basket. Go closer to the basket. <laughs> game to play inside and last on my list uh before we leave is i want to forget about crypto.com i still want staples center back and they named it the crypto.com what is a crypto ari i don't know what that is man and you're renaming a, a stadium in that i gotta look at that i don't know i don't want to say where you playing at oh, i'm at crypto to the crypts where dead people are crypto.com i don't understand it i want to forget about it i'll live with it in 2022 but for 2021 going forward i want to forget about crypto.com i mean you can't change the name of the staple center it's the staple center <laughs> staples didn't pay their bill is that what <laughs> They came out. Somebody came out. What they been sold it for seven hundred seventy million? That's a lot of money. And you know what? I would go. I would. Yeah, I'd almost say. What's your name? Michael Cooper? No, it's Michael Crypto. I'm seven hundred seventy dollars <laughs> richer. All right. All right. Listen, we got to end our show. I got five percent left on my battery, man. I just plug it in. I want to forget about plugins to your computers and all of that. Uh, you've been listening to Showtime with Coop, myself, and Ari. It's been great. All right, any last words? Happy New Year, brother. I, uh, I, I'm, it's been a blast doing shows with you here in 2021. Can't wait for 2022, my brother. Hey, we're going to have a good one. And I'm still working on Magic Johnson because Showtime is coming up, the documentary. And we're going to talk about that next year, too. But I got a lot of uh, New Year's resolutions, but two of them real big ones. That's going to be impressive, Ari. Right. There you have it, another one. In nice. Showtime with Coop, insightful BS with Laker teammates, NBA legends, and always my boy AT. Have a good new year, man. Next time I see you.